I had a really cool little experience yesterday and today. Is it called an elliptical? What is the is the elliptical the thing that you also like you move with the legs but also with the hands? Yeah. Kind of a funny thing. That's yeah. right. That's the elliptical. So yeah. I've had back pain uh -huh. these last couple of days. So I didn't go to Muay Thai training and I didn't do any weight training, but I did the elliptical because it's sort of the grandma's version of you're safe here. Like there's literally yeah. nothing on the joints and nothing my, really that my... can happen exercise machine of choice that's why i said it, it does i know it does look goofy i always I'm like i should run a threatman it looks so much cooler but i know that you like it that's why i called it the grandmother's thing because i you know <laughs> part of you is a little grandmother anyways i'm 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 on the elliptical and my whole goal because i do feel lower back pain is I'm going extra smooth and slow and I'm not doing yep. the super intense level. And I'm thinking, let me listen to some audiobook. And I've listened now through two C.G. Young books. And then I tried uh -huh. to listen to the th – there was three audiobooks that I could get uh, about Young on Audible. And the third one was like in his own words. It's basically a bunch of lectures or interviews, I think. And that was both entertaining but also hard to follow and not that compelling. So I listened to a little bit of that. And then I switched to another IFS book, another internal family system book. Dude, I'm like, I'm... You're into it, huh? I'm now, now I'm, now I, you know, within a month from now, I will have read all the available books on the topic. <laughs> okay. That's just, but this is so me. This is so, so me. If I get into something, I consume all of it. Like just everything that's out there, I'll consume it. And then I know, right? And then I can move on with life. But there's a, a little audiobook that I downloaded, basically an online course from the founder of IFS. And so I'm doing the fucking the elliptical and I'm listening to him explaining. Now I've heard like 4,000 times the explanation of what IFS is. Like I've, in every book that I read, it just starts with explaining what it is and all that. So it does all that, and I'm like, whatever. I'm not even paying attention. I'm in my own little little world. And then he, he does an exercise. And he goes, all right, close your eyes and relax and just... And as I'm on this elliptical, the great thing about the elliptical is that it's one of the few things in a gym you can do with closed eyes, and you're still safe. There's no place to go. You can't fall. Nothing really can happen. So as I'm on the elliptical, I'm like, ah, I'm starting to sweat a little bit. I'm like, ah, all right, I'll close my eyes. I'll go along with this exercise. And he goes through this thing of just follow your intuition and notice if there's any place in your body, any sensation, any feeling, any thought, anything that, that stands out. And I did feel my jaw a little bit, you know, my old friend. And so I'm all right, I'll go, you know, I feel something in the jaw, I go back into my jaw and to that part of me. And then it goes through kind of an exercise, feel into the feeling, ask this question, then see how that feels, then ask that maybe. And he goes through a whole sequence where he asks you these questions and is then quiet for you to play the scenario through in your own mind. And I have to say, five minutes into this, I'm 30 minutes on the elliptical and I'm now sweating. I'm moving, I have my eyes closed and I'm following this meditative, therapeutic exercise. A couple of minutes into it, it started to be kind of cool. I don't know. It was weirdly spiritual. And I got one interesting tidbit interacting with my inner critic, the critical part in me, where, you know, I've, I've told you in the last couple of weeks that that part of me is not very verbal. Like, I, I can't really have conversations with that part. That part is... The only thing I've heard from that part was none of your fucking business. 
Besides that, it's been almost like just clutched teeth and just not wanting to engage. And and there was one moment on the elliptical where, I don't know, I don't know what he said anymore exactly, but it was, it came to me that my inner critic said something of the kind of, why are you so arrogant with me? Like, why do you think you don't need me and you already know everything I have to tell you? <laughs> and that little moment, that split second, was a real revelation because I was thinking, that is actually true. Like, everything that my inner critic is telling me is something that I think I already know and is not that helpful. There's like a part of me that thinks, I know I should have done more work today. I know I should have finished this and finished that. I know I could have. I know all this. That's not helping. Like, me just get... And then, you know what I did? I, I often use this technique. This is not an IFS technique, but I often, even with when I play with IFS, I often project outwards and ask myself, who are people that have tried to be critical with me and how do I interact with people being critical with me, right? I like try to see if I can play it out in the real world, the external world, because I believe that that oftentimes is a reflection of my inner world, right? Mm. And vice versa. So I thought about a bunch of people and now I have to say there, the, the thing that I realized is that there are very few people that I value and trust so much that I seek out their criticism and I listen to it. But then everybody else, I actively ensure that they never give me their criticism because I really don't want to he hear it because I'm very arrogant towards it. Mm -hmm. And when I think about some of the people that are so close in my life that I can't have them shut up, so they still sometimes come to me with their advice or criticism... I am incredibly arrogant and I'm mm -hmm. incredibly like, just shut, I don't care, I don't want to hear this from you. And I wondered if mm -hmm. there, if this, it felt to me that this is the way I feel about my inner critic. I feel about my inner critic that everything that part of me is telling me is something I already know and it's not useful and it's not invited. I, I'm not asking for advice because I don't trust that part. I don't value yeah. that part. And that part you know what the, 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 the thing was? That part felt towards me the way, or towards other parts of me, the way that, you know, a bunch of people in my life feel about me where they can just tell, I'll t take my oldest brother as an example. My oldest brother knows I don't value his opinion that highly. Mm -hmm. He would never say it. He would never say Stelly doesn't value my opinion because he's too confident. He, yeah. he would, he would never say anything about how I value his opinion, which is everything you need to know about what he knows wow. about my value, his opinion. Uh -huh. right? Because he's the kind of guy that would brag that, oh, Stelly always comes to me when he needs this. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. So he'll never say anything about me and his relationship with me in that regard because he knows I'm not seeking his advice. And when he gives it to me, I don't care for it. Yeah. And I know that he feels bad about this. He, he has a... a at times, it has come out in indirect ways of, you're so arrogant, you think you know everything. And that was the way this inner critic felt towards parts of me. It was like, why are you so fucking arrogant? Like, just stop being this arrogant with me. It's unbearable. Like, I'm not being valued. Nothing I bring to the table seems to be important. And fuck you. You're not that smart. You, you wouldn't know all these things if I didn't tell you all the time. 
You know, that sort of, that was kind of the attitude. This all played out in, I don't know, like in a minute. But it was, I don't know, it was a spiritual moment. Imagine me on this elliptical, I'm sweating, which might add to the religious aura of the moment. And I'm like following whatever the you know instructions are that Richard Schwartz is giving about this inner exercise. And then when I got that response, the beautiful thing when something like this happens is that when it comes to you and it's sort of surprising, uh-huh. right? It came to me and it was not necessarily something I thought about like that. Yeah. That my inner critic was frustrated that I am arrogant towards it. That's not something yeah. I thought about. Yeah. Yeah. It's not something I could have, there was nowhere near the sphere of my consciousness throughout the last couple of weeks that I've been thinking about some yeah. of this stuff. It, and it just came to me and when it came to me, it just felt so true. And then when I thought about how, how do I deal with people that criticize me, I'm like, well, Ramin and Anthony can criticize me and I take it. And I'm like, yeah, who else? I'm like, pretty much nobody. I'm like, how do I deal? Who else is giving me criticism, uninvited criticism? And then I thought of a few yeah. people yeah. and then I thought, oh, yeah, I'm so arrogant and I'm so like, without telling them everything in my body language, is telling them, shut the fuck up, you loser. I don't want to hear you. I'm like, huh? Okay, maybe this is my attitude towards my inner critic. It was kind of a cool moment. And then today, I knew I wanted to go and do another like 40-minute light workout on the elliptical. And then I thought, and then today I was like, I'm going to do the, I'm listening to the online course. Let's see if I can recreate another spiritual moment. You know, something cool happens. And I did, but in different ways. I didn't have, I didn't have that part of me talk to me again or reveal something interesting but i had a few other parts show up and i don't know i feel like ifs for me the framing of that i mean i've started thinking about the multiplicity of my personalities and it really started with uh warrior king magician lover that book Mm -hmm. really that book and the metaphor of these four archetypes really started showing itself in many things in my life right and really started using that framework or that those four archetypes a lot to understand certain conflicting parts of myself. And then it kind of went from there. But the IFS phase of my inner work is this very big room. And I'm still in the phase where I'm I'm shining a light at different spots. And I go, oh, this is a living room. And then walk a little bit around the darkness. And then I shine another spot and go, whoo. There's a purple chair in here. Huh. <laughs> and I'm still there. It, yeah. I don't have the whole picture. I'm not there yet, but I, I have looked and seen interesting things, and it has generated u- interesting ideas in me. Yeah. And it's definitely been, I have, what I've noticed most of all, I would say, is an ability to more clearly separate. When I'm in a, when I'm not in what they would call self, when I'm not what I would describe as maybe my best version, you know, the version when when I'm like, where I have clarity, where I feel like myself, where where I would be like, yes, I'm myself right now. I mean, there's many moments where maybe I'm like a, a grumpy Stelly, or maybe I'm frustrated Stelly, or maybe I'm angry Stelly. I have like these different states that are not my ideal or best self right and 
since I've been playing in the IFS room, when I'm in certain moods or certain other parts that are not the ones that maybe are making me happiest or making me feel most comfortable or be how and who I want to be in that moment, I am asking very different questions and it's generating interesting, useful results. Like I, instead of just going, I'm grumpy and why is, why does everybody suck? And why does this suck? And why do I feel like this? And I really don't want to do this. And instead of being in that loop and then maybe trying to go, okay, this isn't helping. Shut the fuck up. What, you know, what can I do to get out of this funk? Should I go on a walk? Should I go to the gym? Instead of doing that, I now just sit there and go, who is that? Which, who, what is the part that is currently talking to me? Where is it physically? Where is it emotionally? Can I, can I find a form for it? If I had to give it a name, and what does it want to tell me? What is it trying to help me accomplish? Why is it doing this? Is it distracting me? Is it like, protecting me? What is it doing? And that's a, those are very different questions that I would ask before. And they have oftentimes brought a much quicker remedy and turnaround than even taking a specific action. Mm. Oftentimes, that alone, and I don't do this all the time. Like It's not like every time I felt a certain way, I always do my perfect IFS inner workings sometimes i am lost in my state right uh, even through reading this but increasingly i do it and even just going through like asking a few questions and gaining awareness and gaining presence and allocating it as an entity and framing it as an entity that is not just me it's a part in me that is doing something right now that alone oftentimes takes something that's on a level eight from one to ten and just within the first couple of minutes of asking a few questions without even wanting to reduce it just goes down to four mm. i instantly and almost like is that part the moment i give that part attention it relaxes a little bit it's like oh okay we're get we're getting attention okay we can relax we don't have to be this loud and this extreme because we are being looked at right now. Mm. You know, it just instantly just goes, just, just in, from an intensity point of view, just there's relief just by asking a few questions, which is super interesting. Like just very, very interesting. But I'm still so early. I'm still don't have the full picture. I don't know the entire village. These last three days, every day I've met new parts of me where I was like, another part and i'm and i'm and i'm i think experienced enough now that i'm not like i think back in the day i would get too ambitious about all this shit in the sense that i would try to map out the entire village asap and now i'm like i like there's certain parts that i haven't looked at or that i now know oh yeah this exists but i don't care and i don't need to chase it and if it if there's there's more to this i'll get into like this all will just it just is happening, and there is no there is no figuring it out. There's just learning yeah. about it, and so I'm learning about it, and I'm experiencing some things, and it's kind of it's very creative, it's interesting, 
It's very intuitive and it feels useful to me. And so, I mean, I, I enjoyed like my two elliptical sessions. I'm telling you, like, I don't know how I look in the gym, but I'm like this dude that's sweating profusely and has his eyes closed. And people probably think that I'm listening to really intense music, but I'm doing internal family therapy, you know, which is not what <laughs> it's not necessarily, I think, what people would imagine I'm doing. But it's kind of fun. It's like uh, there's also something fun about doing it while sweating so much, like while doing something physical. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's good forever, but yesterday, today, I was surprised how much I was enjoying myself going through these exercises. Yeah, so, yeah. I get the whole working through th internal things on the elliptical because it's such a. It's one of the things I like about it that it's such a mindless, dumb thing. That yeah. you can put that on autopilot and just kind of regulate what intensity you want, and then you can do something in your in your mind that's taking your full focus. Yeah, let's see. Maybe this is in my future. Maybe I'll combine the elliptical workout <laughs> with intense, you know, <laughs> internal thera you know therapy what? techniques, and it's going to be the internal elliptical <laughs> systems, and we're just going to merge. Go the mental health and the physical health industry and create a uh -huh. completely new industry. You know, uh -huh. the whole <laughs> self-health. Oh, the whole <laughs> self-health industry. I'm on a roll right now. You know, and so it's going to be, I mean, yoga is that sort of, right? Yoga is, yoga is sort of a spiritual and physical, I mean, it's not psychological necessarily, It does blend Eastern philosophies and mindfulness and physical and spiritual. It is a nice little melting pot of these things. And look how successful yoga is. So now you take that to the next level with the internal elliptical therapy systems. And you might really have something here. Like I, I'm going to explore doing intense internal work and therapy on different devices in the gym and see if I can come up with a, a new framework that we yes, can sell and make money with. For different kinds of inner work, you need like different devices. So you have like, of course, the lat machine for kind of the, it's that where you, the, I don't know, goal, like future oriented work where you have like a goal and you're like, ah, ah, and then you have like the <laughs> internal processing of past things and then understanding wisdom insight on the elliptical. <laughs> yeah, I love that. If like the different kind of, Body part. So when you run, it's uh, it's endurance. So it's about like the things you endure in life, and the things where you need to be more consistent. Mm -hmm. And then maybe if you do uh, bicep curls, it's like you you tap into your inner anger and aggression. And when you do, I don't know what the fuck core exercises, it's about like the core of your family and life. Like you train different parts of your body that correspond to your psyche. I mean, we're making fun of this, but it's kind of brilliant. You know, I'm, I'm just low-key. Low this is kind of genius, but we're just uh, fucking around. But it is copyrighted. We're just copywriting all of this right now, <laughs> just in case that we really like it yeah. and it does work. Yeah, it's definitely the first time that I've done more intense meditation therapy in our work stuff while really working out. I mean, the gym or working out or running... There have always been good places to be clearing your mind or being very present and like really focusing on the exercises or 
listening to interesting audiobooks, like all these things I've enjoyed before, but this is definitely the first time that I've done such an intense internal exercise while exercising. I like it. I like it. Nice. I just need a better name for it, but, yeah. but I like it. <laughs>